It's not always fun and games for first responders. Zero five central, you show me in pursuit. But sometimes it is. Oh my God, he's not wearing pants again. Sometimes it's dangerous. Flipping around, look out, look out, look out. Sometimes it's not. Antler Boulevard for a snake in a house. And sometimes it's just plain stupid. Chihuahua in his lap on a lawnmower. This is the stupid side of first response. Do I really have to go to that? This is code 0.5. Come in 0.5. Okay, everybody, it's Jason again along with my co-host Rich, and I'm sure the way the last episode ended, you guys all said, you bastards. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) So um, we'll go ahead and jump right into it tell us all about the handcuff key <laughs> so uh so i got a call from central to respond to an address down in the south south part of town and i get over there and knock on the door and uh what dispatch get, tell you the call was about uh they said it wasn't they didn't really give me any information they just said that they needed an officer <laughs> okay <laughs> so i get over there you know and i'm hang on just hang on just a minute Waiting, waiting, waiting. Police department. Okay, all right. Um, hang on. <laughs> Lady comes to the door. Hi. I'm sorry to bother you. Um, God, this is awkward. Do you have a handcuff key I can borrow? Like, okay. What's... Never mind. I don't even want to know. Hang on a minute. <laughs> and so I give her the key... And she goes, shuts the door, goes back in. And then she comes back out and she's like holding it. And I'm like, man, I I got a feeling. And then you see freaking her old man come walking out. Boy, just rubbing his wrists. I was like, oh, no, I need to sterilize that thing. And she's like, I am so sorry. And, you know, can't imagine how embarrassing this is and all that. I was like, yeah, I imagine so. And, uh. I had a I had an extra one, you know, because they come with the little ones. Yeah, yeah. I gave. I was like, here, y'all put this in a place where you can find it. Like, <laughs> stick that sucker on the fridge or something. Something. Did she ever fess up to why she needed it? Uh, it was pretty apparent. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty apparent. And then I uh, seen them, and you know, I seen them again, and of course, it got brought up, and she's like, said that she was in uh, what is it? it was in corrections. And that the husband had been talking smack, saying that she couldn't cuff him. And so they got to rolling around, and she ended up getting him cuffed. There's an awful lot of friggin' lag time between the time I knocked on the door and the time she got there. So I don't know. There was some thumping when I walked up, but I don't think it was them rolling around. (laughs) So did she just have... Did he have... Was he rubbing just one wrist, or did he end up rubbing both of them? Oh, she had him hooked up. Really? Yeah. To the bedpost? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And you know, here at Code Zero Five, we don't kink shame. So <laughs> I wasn't going to ask too many questions. Okay, now these people, mm-hmm. do they still live here? Yeah. Now you know the phone thing works. Do we need to get them on oh, the phone? Oh no. <laughs> and ask them. So uh, what I happened? I don't think we need to get that in depth. Mm. I think I think you can leave some to the imagination. Not, we don't have to know everything. <laughs> but the people want to know. Oh, I'm sure they do. 
They might find out something they don't, though. <laughs> hey, you know, that reminds me of one. Um, I got a video sent to me. Uh-oh. A couple of officers. Well, I guess they were young. They, you know, fresh out of cleat. I mean, early 20s. They're young. Mm-hmm. So they had like a bet. And it was like, hey, before... I bet you like, I think it was like 10 bucks that you can't get me in those handcuffs before like Christmas. Mm-hmm. So one of the, uh, like a supervisor was standing there, I guess. And he sent me this video and I got to, I was watching it and he's the guy that's trying to handcuff him. One of them sitting in his, he's sitting in his truck and the other guy standing outside of it. Mm-hmm. Well, he walks up and he's trying to, you know, act all nonchalant, and he goes over and he stands like on the the running board of the truck and leans his head in there, and he's like, "Oh man!" The dude looks at him, and goes, "What are you doing?" He goes, "Man," he goes, "It, it stinks in your unit." He's like, "What?" Well, while that's going on, a supervisor was standing there. Well, he was on the phone with someone else, mm-hmm. which I think was another supervisor. Somebody else was on the phone with another supervisor. So he steps up there again and tries to grab a hold of him. Mm-hmm. And these two get to wrestling. They're, they get down on the ground. He's trying to get handcuffs on him. Well, the other supervisor that's not there that's on the phone doesn't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But he can hear a struggle. Mm-hmm. So he's hollering at him, you know, whatever his name is. He's like, hey, are you all right? He's not getting an answer. Are you okay? So I guess he starts speeding up to get wherever he was at. Mm. And he shows up, and he sees what they're doing and everything, and he goes, man, I didn't know what was going on. He goes, I could hear over the phone. He goes, and it sounded like somebody was struggling or fighting. And then he said, but then I heard somebody laughing, so I was like, so maybe this, he goes, I didn't know if this old boy was getting his ass whipped or if y'all were joking around that he was laughing or what was happening. Tickle fight. (laughs) And the guy that they were trying to handcuff Uh chimes in immediately, and he goes, that's exactly what happened. He goes, oh, boy, was getting his ass whipped, and I was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I think that bet might still be going on. I don't think he's, like, gotten him hooked up yet. So really? He's trying to get him, and, you know, I'm like, man, I wish I had that kind of time and energy oh. to do that kind of crap. Yeah. We got, a, we got a guy, he was reserving for us for a little while. Good guy, man, really knows his crap, and uh him and Rennix got to messing around one night, and I do have video of that. <laughs> Rennix got to run in his mouth, and old boy had him hooked up. Oh, really? Yeah, and Rennix was, like, running around trying to get somebody to give him a key. But he had him <laughs> behind the back, though. Oh, he got both of them he, on him? Behind the back. <laughs> yeah. So Rennix gets his well-deserved. <laughs> yes. And then everybody was like, look at this. I think, hang on, i got to find this now so you can see it. Golly, man, that's another video we're gonna have to put on, you oh. know, Instagram. <laughs> yeah, they they got to wrestling around. He ended up getting him, man. And you know, like when I went through academy, I mean, I was older than most of the guys that I went there with, and the younger guys would annoy me with all the energy they had and the gung ho and that kind of stuff. And that, I mean, that's just the typical stuff you see when you get those young guys out and they're so pumped up about putting handcuffs on somebody. Oh, yeah. And it, and it was quite comical seeing that. I've got the video still, especially of the, 
out of the two, the newer of the two. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's really cheesing it up, and <laughs> he gets his, his ass handed to him by the other guy. Uh, speaking of this one, man, we had uh, this same guy. So Rennick's running around, and for a long time, like before he got out of cleat, he would pull the I've been here longer, like seniority. I mean, the other one, like, he already he knew his stuff. He knew what he was doing, you know, when it come to, like, the stops. And, like, I mean, he studied. Yeah. So he knew. Um, but Rennix kept trying to pull that, like, I'm your unofficial supervisor because I've been here longer. And, you know, I'm full-time status and you're just reserve. And, uh, God, he was freaking ragging on him. And uh, this guy, I'll call him Choctaw, so, because he, he went up to there to that PD. But, anyway, Choctaw's a uh, – Rennick's running his mouth to him. Well, he has vehicle trouble. And uh, we ended up having to park Rennick's Tahoe. Well, now I'm like, okay, now i got to figure out what the hell I'm going to do. Well, we have this old black and white Tahoe. No lights, no no nothing in it. It's just old. Mm. Anyway, Choctaw come up with a brilliant idea. to to. He's like, why don't you send him to Cleet in that? And I was like, man, I don't know. That's going to freaking, you know, that would be a bad deal. And he goes... Uh, he said something about, he's like, dude, I'll give you 50 bucks. He's like, do it. And the more he got to thinking, the more he kept agging me on about it, the more I was like, you know what? You're right. We're sending <laughs> Rennix to freaking Cleet in this thing. To this day, Rennix is still salty over that. He is bad. Salty because he got sent in a old, hoopty instead of some, well, you know, knowing how Rennix is, he probably wanted something brand new. Oh, yeah. That's what he he's keeps trying to get a charger, and I'm like, no, no way that's happening. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I'm sure you could find a bicycle for him. That wouldn't be a bad deal. He said he is trying to lose weight. There you go. And I got to find this video. Was it the wrestling video? No, it's the one where they had him hooked up. <laughs> I'll have to get it. I'll have to get it and send it to you. I thought I was in one of their two message groups, but. It's not in there. I got one uh, uh, non-bearded Renix picture in there. <laughs> yes. And like you were saying, uh, you know, Renix telling them that, oh, I'm full-time. You're just a reserve. And mm-hmm. and, I, and I've had like, you know, the average Joe on the street will tell you that. Oh, they're just a reserve. I want to talk to a full-time guy. And I look at him, I'm like, why? I mean, that reserve can do Everything I can. Mm-hmm. He's just like me. Mm-hmm. The only difference is he volunteers his time. Yeah, he's doing it for free. Yeah. And there are so many times that we'll get reserved. Like if I need to take time off and we're short-staffed, mm-hmm. man, they, they'll jump on it and they'll help us out. They'll I'll cover your shift for you. And But, yeah, you don't ever throw no shade or anything at a, a reserve. Those guys, I think they're more valuable than some, mm-hmm. you know, they were time guys they really want to do it i mean yeah. they're out there doing it for free paying for their own stuff you know what i mean paying you know their time and money to go do it yeah you know as opposed to to you know like one of us but i mean i've had to get into there's been a couple tweakers they'll go out and get a call on something you know and they'll be like no nah, i want the real police y'all ain't the real police you know and get out there and be like man you for one don't talk to them like that you know what I mean? I mean, get in their ass. Like, they ain't no different. Yeah. Tell them the same thing. Yeah, that used to drive me nuts. Well, I mean, when I first started, 
you know, and I felt like that too when I first started and I was a reserve. I was like, you know, the, those guys are, you know, more of a cop than I am. Mm-hmm. And that's when I had the full-time guys tell me, it's like, no, that's horse shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, you were just as important as I am. You were just the same as me. The only difference is I'm here, you know, 40 hours a week when you're here, you know, mm-hmm. and that's so valuable that, and I don't know. And then, you know, you get the same thing in fire department. Yeah. I mean, there's, and people wouldn't believe it, but there's a ton of fire departments that are run strictly volunteers. You'll have like one full-time guy and it's the chief mm-hmm. and he's getting volunteers to, mm-hmm. but yeah, those people are, you know, that's huge. They're very important, but, um, anyway, we can start talking about our normal stuff. Oh, you want to hear about this report I took? I'm going to have to. Very interesting. (laughs) Is it as interesting as handcuff key? Eh, somewhat. I think it's a little, actually a little bit better than handcuff key, but, uh, so, uh, this dude and this old girl breaking up, there was domestic and a bunch of other crap that went on. So anyway, she's got an EPO and, uh, She's staying. She's staying at a house, but at the house she's staying at, you can see where they used to live. Mm-hmm. And so, the one of the people that's staying at the house where she's staying at happens to get up and sees this shadow over at their house. Well, he doesn't call, and it's like three o'clock in the morning. But there's somebody. It appears to him to, and he's telling me this the next day. It looks like they're trying to get in, and then like jump off the porch, and then they go around the house, and then they come from around the house and they jump up on the front porch. He says he watches this for like 45 minutes. I'm like, okay. And we didn't call why. And he's like, well, I didn't want to bother you with it. I'm like, that's what we're here for. That's why we're here. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Call. So we have that conversation. He's like, well, the reason I'm in here is because is she's saying that uh, I think it's got to be the ex. He, he came in there and took her clothes. I was like, okay. Well, that's weird. But all right. I was like, well, I need to get the report from her, you know, figure out what, what all was taken. He's like, all right, I'll get her in here. So she comes in, tells me about the clothes being gone. And she's like, well, I, can I get a couple papers from you so I can write it down? Cause I need to take one over to light horse too. It's like, all right. So she, she fills one out, brings it back in. And the first part, you know, her paragraph of what, what all had transpired prior to all this. And then the next two pages are all things that are missing. And it's things and prices. So it'd be like white socks, $5, you know, freaking white t-shirt, $2. Like she's itemized all these things. Well, in this list of things that she's dropped, she itemized her vibrators <laughs> and gave me a price. And what was the value? I don't remember. Wait, you mean, okay, why? Like the ex goes over there and takes her clothes and vibrators and her vibrator. Apparently, don't zer two plural, both. What? Why? Don't know. You talk about petty. Uh, what the? I mean, is he will run around his house? <laughs> Makes me think of that episode of Friends where uh, Joey is wearing all of Chandler's clothes. Uh, I never <laughs> did. Really. This dude put on all of her cl- uh, clothes, <laughs> and then he's like, "Guess what." I'm going commando. <laughs> I never, dude, I didn't get into friends. You didn't? No. No, I thought everybody watched that. No. More of an office guy. <laughs> yes, that's good too. 
Jim was my favorite. <laughs> but yeah, I don't understand that. Why would the dude want to take her clothes? It's not like he's going to wear them. And supposedly the the girl he's with now or something is not even anywhere. They're not even remotely like he could give these clothes to the new girl he's with or anything. So I don't I don't get it. I don't know why. <coughs> But the thing, you know, when she's making that report, the thing that stood out to me, though, is is that I've dealt with this guy before, and, like, one of my things is, like, like shoes. So I, like, new shoes that are coming out, you know, Jordans and different release and all that stuff. So I kind of, like, follow on, on sneakers. Yeah. Well, this guy's a sneakerhead, and every time I've talked to him, he's had, like, you know, some pretty expensive shoes on. Well, she's saying that he got into the house and took all her stuff. But he's, like, calling and trying to get somebody to go over to the house to get his stuff. So I'm like, why would he just take her clothes and not these high-dollar sneakers? You know what I'm saying? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. God, can you imagine if he's going to be that petty? If I'm her, I'm going to take them, go over and take those sneakers and get a Sharpie and go to town. Come to, Well, we go over there with him to get his stuff, and she's already got it bagged up. So he's trying to, to not be a pain and i mean he's a pain but he's trying to like not be a pain that day just get his stuff and go on and uh he comes back the next day after we got it we went over there with him to get his stuff she gave him one one of every sneaker so he's got like one timberland boot one so he's got one the right, easy not the left yeah or you know or the left or not the right <laughs> he's got one of each I'd say he just had that one coming. I guess. Did you say a Yeezy? Yeah, Yeezys. I never knew what those were until uh, I heard that Adidas dropped him. Man, you don't know about Yeezys? No, I had no idea. Those are fixing skyrocket now. Well, I looked and saw that, like, even when they were out and everything, that they were like 200 bucks. Oh, yeah, they're fixing to get up higher now since they're not, they dropped them and they're not making them anymore. That's the same like with the Kyries, man. I've got some. They're what the like, hell's a Kyrie? Kyrie Irving. Who's that? <laughs> basketball player. Oh, I don't follow basketball. But uh, they got a they had a Halloween drop, man. They're like all black with their, but they look like you stepped in slime. They're dude, you know, you've heard of Air Force One. Mm-hmm. These are these I call these the Ecto ones, man. I have to send you a picture. They're sick. The Nike checks got like slime dripping off of it. It's wicked. Really? Yeah, they're cool looking. Love those shoes. Holly freaking chews me out because I paid a stupid amount of money for them and I never wear them. So you collect them? Mm-hmm. When I can, because like 90% of the time she's mean. Doesn't give me any money. <laughs> you don't need no damn Yeezys. Need some freaking Yeezys. Yeah, I saw those, and they're like the, they look like more rugged looking Crocs. No, those are the foam runners. Oh, they have a. Those are the foam ones. Yeah, the like they look like space shuttle Crocs. The ones I'm talking about are like actual shoe shoes. Well, I guess I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, you. <laughs> this is coming from a guy. What are those you got? Was Russell's? No. Champion? These are Skechers. Skechers. Yes, my daughter makes fun of me every day for those. 
Well, I mean, you can tell. She says they're old man shoes. No, New Balance is old man shoes. She says because uh, you, there's no laces on them, you just slip them on. They're It's like walking on pillows. It's like, hey, dudes. I mean, they're freaking comfortable. She, like, has forbidden me from going in public with them on if she's going to be around me. Why? I don't Hell, I don't know. They're just shoes. No, that's when you need to go. We need to set you up with some J's. No. no. Get you some freaking Chicago ones. No, not happening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm looking through my notes. I had a, another interesting call. This one's just kind of random. A uh, lady was telling me that she she had cooked dinner, and then they went to go eat, and she went to go let the dogs out. And when she was, like, walking back through the front room to go open the front door, there was blood, just, like, blood drops, you know, like, looked like somebody had been cut and dripped blood. And so she's like, what the hell? So she starts looking, you know, like, did somebody come in the front door? Well, she checks the front door, and the front door's still locked. And so she's like, what the hell? So then she, she, her and her, her significant other are, like going, trying to like looking in the closet. They're looking everywhere, you know, behind the couches, anywhere anybody could hide and there's nothing there. So then she's like, oh, well, it's got to be one of the dogs. So she starts checking the dogs, but none of the dogs have any, are cut anywhere. So there's just a random trail of blood through yeah. her house. Yeah. I was like, are you sure it's blood? She's like, I was like, are you sure, you know, maybe one of them didn't have an accident. It just kind of looks like blood. And she's like, no. Like is she, she said it's the weirdest thing. She was gonna call, but she's like, I don't, I don't know what she would even do with that. Like, make a report about random blood appearing in her house. Yeah, that's, that's freaking weird. So yeah. she I think just, you didn't take the trash out and maybe trail it through. She's like, no, no, we we had taken the dogs out and done all that, and then you know come back in and I locked the front door because I was gonna be in here cooking and we were gonna go eat. And said so she went to go. They got done with all that and. Uh, done the dish stuff and we're gonna let the dogs out one last time and just random trail of blood in the house wasn't husband or nothing no, neither of them had neither of them had cuts neither of them nothing she's like i don't was this before or after the halloween episode this was before the halloween episode but i didn't think about it until when i was transferring everything that i have wrote down into my voice memos <laughs> you know some of these that we do we sh it's like man should we follow up with these and see <laughs> what's going on with these people some of you know like uh what is it oh tweet tweet got renix up last night oh yeah i was gonna ask about that we haven't heard about tweak in a long time yeah. he's still living yeah he's still living well he almost got ended last night because if renix would have found him at three o'clock in the morning after being woke up he would have been happy. I don't know. I guess uh, Tweak and his old lady got into it, and he started tearing stuff up, and she called, and he took off on foot. I guess Renix drove around looking for him, couldn't find him. But he's still he's still kicking. Mm, yeah, we haven't heard anything about his crazy shenanigans in a while. Nope. I mean, which is good for everyone else, but you know, bad for us. Yeah, he's he's 100% trying to stay out of everything. Like, he doesn't – I guess he's not wanting to be in any more trouble. Well, I know one thing that we can let everybody know is that after – you know, we'll set and do a, a group 
of these uh, shows to put out, and we schedule them out for a few weeks in advance. But and I don't even know which day this one's going to fall on. Um, Not next week, but the week after. So you're looking at this drop in somewhere around. So we can say this sometime around Thanksgiving, and we're going to get together and write everything down. We're going to have. I've got four right now guests that we're going to have on the show. That would be cool. So we're going to start having some more guests with their stories. A couple of them uh, have been in uh, law enforcement or fire for, oh, quite a while, and I'm sure they've got uh, some pretty good stuff they can talk about. So So our – our other ones will be the 7th and the 10th, and these should be dropping somewhere around the 14th and the 17th. And then okay. we'll have we'll have our Thanksgiving week. We'll be meeting back up. Oh, okay. All right, yeah, and I'll talk to him and schedule him to get with us. That way we can get some more stories from other places. And, you know, I sent out a bunch of invites for the Facebook page. Uh huh. Those don't go out immediately. Do they not? No, because I sent, a, like, I don't know, a bunch of them out. I'm talking like a, a couple hundred. And it was like a week and a half later, people started telling me that they were receiving these. Really? Yeah. I did that a while back. That's like 200 and something I sent out. Yeah, I guess there's a long delay. Because some of them had like were sending me text messages saying you know they didn't know anything about it and is this really you? Yeah. So are you doing this? And a bunch of them have you know asked to come on. So I'm like, heck yeah, let's go. Send it. But and um, while we're on it, I'm pretty mad with Wolf Chili. Oh yeah. I have not heard. I have not heard anything back from them. Yeah, and I don't get it either because you sent something and then somebody else sent something that we found out later and they got a response pretty quick. Yeah. It's been over a month and you oh, still haven't heard nothing. Well over a month, man. Maybe they're still listening. Maybe. To see how often we mention the sh- their uh, chili. Well, I, all I got to say is is that I'm fixing to start telling that story with Hormel. <laughs> go back. <laughs> we'll go back and edit it. <laughs> Yes. Oh, and I actually got to see that guy. Yeah. Yeah, you pointed him out that one day. Yeah. I thought it wasn't somebody I was envisioning. I was envisioning like a younger cat. No. Yeah. Nope. That's uh, that's the one. But uh, anyway, I can't. I don't even remember what we did, were talking about and why the hell we spewed off on this. Uh, you said you had you had one. You were over there. Going through your notes. No, oh, this is more of the just dumb crap. Send it. Well, we probably need to use them for the next time. Because then I won't have nothing to talk about. Nah, well, we can do that. All right. Next time it is. Bet. See ya. Later. You've been listening to Code 0.5, the lighter side of police work. If you have ideas or suggestions for our show, we'd love to hear from you. Visit our website at code05.co. That's code05.co. And please consider making a donation at our Patreon page. Patreon.com slash code05. 
be sure to use the digits 05. Thanks for listening to Code 0.5.